0: and bring in ministry-related books by Bishop Daichu and to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: Father, we're so grateful that you've brought us together again. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for keeping us all those weeks. Thank you for traveling mercies. Lord, thank you that each one of us who is here is because of your grace and your mercy. We're so grateful. I pray, Lord, that you continue to be with us. Speak a word to us today. Touch our hearts, Lord. And Lord, our hearts are overflowing with gratefulness to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. God bless you, thank you for all the powerful greetings, and in fact, I got so many texts from you, thank you so much, even though this morning I'm seeing some people who didn't text me, but I'm seeing a lot of people who did, God bless you, and it's a blessing to be back, hallelujah. DHM, thank you very much for your film. There was only one mistake inside. 480 kilometers. That's just Akra Kumasi Akra. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. But it's a pleasure to go and to come. And I want to appreciate your pastors. First of all, Lady Humi. Amen. God bless you for keeping the boats alive. Uh, naughty children like yourselves. If you are not anointed, they cannot, a non-anointed person cannot keep you. So, lady, Rev, God bless you. No, you see, when I'm saying God bless you, you are taking it for granted. But there are churches, if the pastor travels, when he comes back, they have scattered the church. Oh, it's true, or taken the church. Are you there? And some of you at home, those are the kind of churches you go to. So, I really want to appreciate her and all the other pastors with you. Oh, I think you should put your hands together for them. Amen. Hallelujah. And it really is a privilege to be sent. Amen. And I think that there's nothing like traveling to make you enjoy your country. I'm coming from a place where there's not much freedom of expression. Hey, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. Are you there? You cannot cry. You are going to even do a crusade? You have to go and get government authorization. Mm. Are you in the church? And uh, you, you have freedom. You can just put a box right in front, in, fact, in the middle of the road, and stand on it and preach. So neighbor, God will ask us questions, though. So God will really ask us questions, but because we have so much freedom, we don't know what to do with it. But it was a blessing to be there, and after. I had the opportunity just on one Sunday to visit our UD church there and it was such a blessing. I, I was so blessed to meet a garboy. <laughs> the Reverend there is a typical garboy, he even talks like one, but it was a blessing to see this guy who had come there nine years ago and speaking fluent Spanish. His church is full of people from Equatorial, Guinea. Are you there? Because some people, when they say, I have a church in the U.S., I'm going to my branch, it's normally a branch of Ghanaians. Yeah. But this is a ministry to the people there. Do you know my greatest surprise? How many of you are by center leaders here? Yeah, let me see your hand. You are by center leaders. Have you seen that all of you are young? Average age will be what? Oh, no. 1920 21 in the church over there, the center leaders were ladies in their 50s. Yeah, very wild and on fire for God. Hey. Look, tell your neighbor if you are one of those who sits in this church like a piece of bread that does not have any energy, when you prepare yourself, the slaps you reach when you reach heaven. Because I'm not talking about. I'm I'm not talking about 50-year-old diplomats who sit down in the church like some of you and are just there. I'm talking about women in their 50s who when their pastor is preaching, they'll stand on their feet and say, Pastor, yeah. Yeah. They've gone to gather their people and they are preaching. Oh, it was nice. It really touched my heart. Mm, Because in Ghana, when people have reached 35, they have retired from active service. They are saving money. They have retired from active service to the Lord. I ask your neighbour; the one they are talking. Some of you National Service crowd, we are not seen top. You have already retired, and some of you you never started in order to retire. You better put your hand on your head and say, "I'm repenting. I'm repenting. I'm repenting. I will serve God." <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, so I'll be blessing you small, small as we go on. Amen. But let me start by giving you a few announcements. Today I'm preaching just for a short time, as you can see. my, It's not... (laughs) And I, I really have to apologize to the Gospel Encounter and Faith Service people, because yesterday I had planned to visit you. But when I got here, I realized that my voice had gone on vacation. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Are you there? Don't worry, I'll make it up to you. Amen. I'll make it up to you. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I realized that I needed to just tell anybody. She needed to shut up for a while. <laughs> and even today, I can see that if I joke, it will just go. So we just manage. Amen. Now, a few important announcements. This coming Friday is Good Friday. Yeah. Amen. And we're going to be celebrating it here. We'll be here from 3 p.m., is that, yeah, 3 p.m., we're going to be here, and then we do a couple of things, and then when Bishop Dag mounts his stage, we will switch over to Accra. Now, some of you need to just mellow, you see. When I say mellow, accept that there's such a thing called witty inventions. You will notice that when we are watching the screen, if you concentrate, you are as blessed as if the person was standing here, yeah. And every year, we have people who are healed in the Good Friday service right here. The fact that we are not physically as independent. In fact, I think we see more than some of the people who are there. You understand what I mean? Because you, you really catch here. Yeah, and we catch the vibe and catch the spirit. And this Easter, if there's any wisdom in your head, you will not go home. Any of you who goes, your house is your house. But if you go, you are a fool. I'll explain. Why am I saying that? When do exams begin? Is it not the Tuesday after Easter? Yeah. So if you are wise, you should know this. This this Easter is not the one. It's not the. It's not that. And when you travel, hello. When you travel, all kinds of things. Happen. Who are those talking at the back when I'm preaching? Goodness gracious me! Is that what they have been doing to you, Lady Rev? Wow. The preaching is going on right now, so everybody should just sit down. Yeah. Are you here? So, Good Friday, we're going to be here, and I promise you, it's always a really, really good service. And one of the things you can do is to call your people at home, especially if you have somebody who's not well, and tell them to go on to the the service and watch it. Hello? Are you with me? I will never forget a lady who gave a testimony. She was in hospital. She was in hospital when that service was going on about two years ago, two, three, a few years ago. And she said she knew, she just wanted this. her son came and put it on for her. And she was there and she said, Lord, I, she needed a healing because what was wrong with her would have taken her. And she said, as daddy was preaching, he got to the point that he said, and if you are in hospital, she said, that's my, my blessing right there. And the woman was healed. Yeah, so don't joke with it. Tell her neighbor, don't joke. It's don't joke at all. It's a service, but it's also an opportunity to minister to a large number of people. Hallelujah. And for that service, as it goes with Christian tradition, we are mourning the passing of Jesus and try and find something black to wear. Is that okay? Oh, is it okay? I I don't have anything black. No problem. Come as you are. Okay, but if you have something, (laughs) I have to say it, because some people, when you say, let's wear this, they will always do something else. All right. Now, the next announcement is that On Easter Easter Saturday, which is the day after, we won't have a service because (laughs) the Good Friday takes a lot out of us, I have to say that. It takes a whole lot out of everyone involved. So the Easter Saturday, there's nothing. But on Easter Sunday, we're going to have a mega joint service here. Faith secret service, gospel encounter service, present service, word encounter service. We're all going to be here for one mega, major, lovely Easter Sunday. Is that all right? I say, is that okay? Beautiful. Please ask your neighbor, will you be at that service? Uh Because some of you, as you are hearing it, you are saying, minus me. Holy Ghost, I pray that you visit that person in their room. Give them an encounter that they will never forget, so that they will be here. Amen. Is that all right? Okay, Beautiful. I also have what I want to give you as a gift, amen. I want you to listen carefully. Today I'm launching something in this church that we call, those of us who work with the books, we call it All to All. What is All to All? We have soft copies of the 100 books of Bishop Dag. You bring your phone, you bring your iPad, we put it on it for you, all free of charge. Please don't continue clapping. Okay. Pastor Dennis, is he around? Where is the table going to be? The table will be where? Just point. It will be out there. Okay. And they're going to just download it onto your phone. You are go- I asked them to let me know how much space you need. They're not very big because they are made for, I mean, it's made for this. Amen? Some of you, you are so perverse. that like, Even when the thing is free, right? you can go for it. That one may be on your own head. But all those who are, we're going to do it this Sunday and will continue on Easter Sunday. Is that okay? So bring your phone and it will be downloaded onto your phone for you. And why can you not give us a link? Because we know you, many of you, the link, right? You will not open it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so our father is just trying to make a way. At least we will do the best that we can do for you to get it. And if you don't take it, that's your business. Yeah, that's your own business. Tell everybody, it's your own business. Yeah, we would have done the best that we can do for you. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. And it's important because many times we preach, we are using a material coming from a particular book, but we can't preach every chapter. Are you seeing it? So when it concerns you, when you have the book, you can go in there. The whole of this month, I'm going to be pre- preaching one topic, how to neutralize cases. Yeah. Very important. But as you can see from the size of the book, I will probably end up preaching just a few chapters. So you can go in there and find the one that concerns you in case that's not the one one talks about. Is that okay? So you make sure that you take part in this all to all, and we want to make sure that you have all of our Father's books. I thought if you were proper people, you would clap. (laughs) And my final announcement, this year Bishop Dag is gonna be 60 years old. Yeah. He's going to be 60 years old in May. I want you to prepare an offering. Because you don't know whether he needs a shirt. You don't know whether he needs a pair of shoes. Do you know? You don't know whether he needs aftershave or if he uses it at all. You don't, we don't know. Do you know those details? So when you want to honor somebody like that, just put it in money and let them do what they will do. Do you understand it? Do you know whether he needs groceries in his house? No. No. So I want you to take a proper offering. Are you with me? Prepare it now because if it's going to be a proper offering, it cannot be the one you have been doing that you just take the nearest ten cities and put it inside. Just do your best. Is it okay? Just do your best. At the right time, getting towards the birthday, probably the week before, we'll just gather it and we'll put it together. Amen. Oh, you are very quiet, oh. Yeah. You see, as soon as you have to honor somebody, then your mind starts working. But I think that it is a birthday that must be celebrated. Or you don't think so. And we want to be part of the celebration. Amen. Me, I will never ask you, I will never ask you how much you give. So that what? You're going to say, there have been four sinners. No, it's up to you. Me, I know what I'm going to do. I've already prepared mine. Yes. Amen. Powerful. Let me use just some 20 minutes to preach and then... But today is Palm Sunday. Are you aware of that? Today is Palm Sunday... And some of us don't know where Palm Sunday is from. So before I start preaching, let me just read the scripture to you. Is it okay? So that you know where it's from. Turn your Bible with me to Matthew chapter 21. Did you bring your Bible to church? Beautiful. Matthew 21. I'm reading from verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. Meek and sitting upon an ass and a colt and a colt the foal of an ass, and the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ass and the colt, and put them their clothes and they set him there on put on them their clothes and they set him there on, and a very great multitude spread their garments on the way, others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way, and the multitudes that went before and that followed cried saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. So now you know where Palm Sunday comes from. Amen. I said, Hosanna in the highest. And I want you, I'm just reading the scripture so that you know the scripture. You have been singing every Palm Sunday. Hosanna. Hosanna. Which one have you been singing? Hosanna. <laughs> And you have been singing it, and you are thinking that it's a church tradition, but I want to show you in the Bible where it is from. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Well, let me start my topic for the month of April. I I really, I really pray that through the exams and everything, just make sure that you are in church on Sunday, because this topic, you cannot preach all in one Sunday. Are you there? So if I describe something and you realize that, hey, this thing looks like me. And then when we are now dealing with how to counter the cases, you are not there. What have you done to yourself? Or you don't understand me? Do you understand what I'm saying? You were there when we described it. You were there when we identified it. You were there when we, we talked about where it's from. Now when we are trying to deal with how to overcome, how to climb over it, you are not there. No, you have to be through. So make up your mind. Can you talk to your neighbor? Tell your neighbor, make up your mind. Every Sunday this month. Every Sunday this month, we have a date and we are going to be here. Hallelujah. How to neutralize curses. Now, the first thing I want to share with you this morning, and for those of you who have the book, make sure you will have the book book this Sunday. Make sure next Sunday you bring it. When I say bring it, that phone you have or that laptop or whatever, make sure you bring it with you. Hallelujah. Now, we're talking about... Why, why are we talking about curses? Now, the first thing I need to say to you is that you need to respect them. There are two reactions to curses. There are some people who walk around afraid all their life. Every normal thing that's happening, they say that it's a curse that is on the way. That's one gutter. Do you understand I say one gutter? One place you have people fall in. There's another gutter. Oh... Me, I'm a Christian, so a curse are there. It won't catch me exactly. It won't catch me. Your ignorance will cost you. Your ignorance will cost you. Are you there? Are you awake this morning? Because even as you are here, there's already a curse that is activated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't do don't do too known. Don't do too known at all. Don't do too known at all. Yeah. So that's why you need to be a little serious and understand that there are curses. Many of us who are Christians, we believe that evil spirits can influence things. Do we believe or we don't? Yeah, that demons do things. But what you don't know is that sometimes that demon that's working is a curse that opened the door. So the curse is there, then the demon comes to carry it out. Uh-huh. uh-huh. There's one thing I like to say, which is that any demon that you see, that's the end of it. That's the end. A demon that you have seen, you are dead. And the demon says that, "Hey, I've been here since the beginning. Oh, Charlie, once you have spoken, Charlie, that's it. Uh-huh. Hey, am I talking to somebody? Yeah. So it's my duty as your pastor." To point out to you that there's such a thing as curses. I'm not trying to scare you. Tell your neighbor, is not trying to scare you. <laughs> but if I allow you to move around in ignorance, if I, if I allow you to, to think that it's not the ashes, hurry up, hurry up. There are more chairs. Richard, just bring people. They're, they're, it's faster down there, please. Just They should just fill in the place and let us have peace in life. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's my duty to tell you, amen, that there's such a thing as a curse. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 9. Malachi was a prophet, and he was informing the people, you are cursed with a curse. (laughs) Are you there? He was speaking in place of God. He said, you are cursed. Let's take it from verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Verse 9. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. So this is a prophet, and he's speaking. And if he doesn't speak, the people will not know. Amen. Some of you, you have gone to church all your lives. You've never known that there's a scripture like this there. You have never known it. So you have fallen inside because you didn't know. When you heard tithing, you have gone to rather be reading the books of these, uh, reading the, the comments of these unbelievers who have been saying things. Hey, yeah. These what? Unbelievers. Unbelievers who have been saying things. Please, those coming in from outside, allow them to just fill the chairs fast, 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 fast. Membran tem, 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 tem. Felix anyway, bro. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> All right. Are you understanding it? Yeah. So it's only when the curse is pointed out to you that you can overcome it. If it's lying there, you see, it's like a snake. Do you know that there are snakes everywhere? We know there are snakes everywhere, but did you see one when you were coming to church? No. But it does not deny the fact that the snake is there. I think you get the point I'm making. Do you get the point or you don't get it? It's there. Whether you believe it, whether you see it, you don't see it, it is there. And so there are many cases. And very soon I'm going to share with you three types of cases, and you understand what I'm trying to say. You see. So it's only when you are aware of it that you can now take steps to overcome it. If you're not sure that if you don't know that it's there, it will be certain there. And that is why when we identify a case, you should not be offended. Do you understand? Yeah. For example, if there's a curse running in your family and because of that curse, every woman who gets married gets divorced, what will your annoyance do? Let's say somebody points it out to you. What is your anger going to do? Please ask your neighbor, this is your anger, what will it do? I hope you are understanding me. What will it do? Nothing. It will do exactly nothing. But if you rather take it to heart and say that, ah, it ends with me. It ends right here. Me, I will marry. And when I marry, the marriage will last. And then, you see, you are now in a situation to now break it over your family. I, I hope you get the point. Yeah. So when you hear, of because we're going to talk about some, some difficult ones, you know. And when you hear it, annoyance is not a response. Can you please push your neighbor and say, annoyance is not a response. Yeah. Paul was sharing something, Galatians 4.16. He said, oh. Have I become your enemy because I told you the truth? So, as we stand here this month, I'll be sharing a few things with you. Don't see us as an enemy. Or, oh, you know, I'm preaching something that Bishop Dark has taught. Then you say that this man, I've really meant him. It will not help you. It will not help you. You see, yeah, you'll be surprised that one of the responses to the truth is anger. Oh, you are very quiet. I said, one, Have you ever seen a thief who is caught before? His anger, eh? When they say there's a classroom of people and then they know that somebody has stolen and then they say that it's this person who's stolen. You see the anger of the person who rises up and doesn't. Meanwhile, he's a thief. In fact, his anger is even wilder than an innocent person that they have accused. Because it is true. So many times, Many of you, if I come and say you are a fornicator, you go ball. Yeah. And usually, <laughs> usually when we preach, the people who are angry about the preaching are usually the people who are in the message. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm sharing with you that please, oh, the other ones you can be angry, but this one it is so personal you cannot be angry. The anger will not help you at all. Amen. But I have some good news for you. What is the good news? The good news is that every curse can be neutralized. Uh Not all, not all can be overturned, but every curse can be neutralized. There is something that will neutralize it. So when a snake bites you, there's something called anti-snake venom. I hope you get it. So yes, the snake has bitten, but the anti-snake venom that is given brings it down. So it has not prevented the bite because some of the cases, as you'll see in a few minutes, there are some, there's nothing you can do about it, but you can neutralize it. You cannot overturn it. There are some you can overturn. Are you here? I have three sons. When I realized that I started to deliver sons, I said, hey. (laughs) Hey. On one side, on my father's side of the family, and on their father's father's side of the family are two families of drinking men, womanizing men. Are you here? So I just looked at it. I said, This thing is a train. A train. I will not wait for them to reach a certain age and start drinking. I will overturn whatever it is that is causing it. I hope you get it. So that one overturned. Negated. But there are some. And you are going to see it in two minutes. There are some you cannot overturn it. No matter what. And with that I'm sharing with you the three categories of cases in the Bible. Three categories of cases. Three categories of cases. The first category... Are the global cases, <laughs> the second category <laughs> are the Bible cases, and the third category are the custom made cases. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your neighbor the designer, designer cases, designer cases. hey, say <laughs> so you never knew there were some designer ones. So I said three. Number one is what? Global cases number two is what Bible cases number three is what custom-made cases. Now let me tell you what each one is. The global cases are are, are cases that have come across the whole world, across the whole world. Are you there from the beginning across the whole world, and they have affected the whole world. My best. The only one I can think of that is so easy to describe that you understand is in Genesis chapter 3. Let's read verse 16 to 19. And to the woman he said, this is God speaking. I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In sorrow you shall bring forth children. And your desire shall be to thy husband. And he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because you have hearkened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread." Till you return unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken, and for dust thou art, unto dust shalt thou return. Hey, you are familiar with this one. It has not occurred to you that it's a case. But it's a case, is it not? Hey, you are very quiet. Oh. I want you to tell me if there's any one situation you know of where this case has not come to pass. I thought maybe you're going to tell me that your mother said you did. She didn't labor to bring you yeah. forth. She was just playing and you landed like... It's a real case. It's a real case. One would have thought, with all the things that happen in marriage, one would have thought by this time, women, we are saying we'll not marry again. Yeah. But instead, we are looking for marriage, yeah. celebrating it. Uh, every, every right-thinking thing on this earth is looking for freedom except the woman who is looking for a man who is going to rule after her. And when she doesn't get one, I think I told you about my friend. So I didn't tell you. I have a classmate. My class page, I'm the youngest on the page. So everybody on the page is a bit a year or two older than me. And one day... <laughs> why? You think I'm an old lady, so I don't have people older than me. Your face. <laughs> so one day, one of my friends, who should be around sixty-three now, because she's about two years older than me, it was her birthday. So I went uh, I went on her private page. I said, "Oh, Charlie, happy birthday! Oh, we hadn't spoken for a while." Then she said, eh, "Hey, it's a good day for a pastor to reach out to me. Pray for. I need you to pray about one thing." I said, "What?" I thought she's going to say, I should pray that her children will make it in life, or I should pray that her grandchildren, do you know what she asked me to pray for her? Do you really want to know what she asked me to pray for? Are you sure you want to know what she asked me to pray for? She said, I should pray for her that she'll get a husband. At the glorious age of 63. Why? Your desire will be for a husband and he will rule over you. Here is a successful woman. She has lived her life at the age of 63. She's still desiring a man. Ask your neighbor that if it's not a cat, it is what? Then he says that in the sweat of his brow, a man will eat bread. Have you seen a man without a job before? He is so depressed, like he's not even a person. And when he gets the job, sweat be what? Whether you are digging a hole in the sun, or you are sitting in an air conditioned office, or whatever, you are sweating. You are sweating. You would have thought that the rich millionaires in the world, by this time, they have stopped working and they are relaxing, that they have enough. Even they are sweating because the care said, by the sweat of your brow you eat bread global whether you are white, brown, yellow blue, green, whatever your color, if you are a woman you will labor in childbirth, you'll be looking for a husband, And, and you see you should watch the people who say now that they don't need a husband, it's becoming very interesting Ah, you have not seen them they have become very some way some are marrying women some, they are very bizarre very bizarre I'm not talking about ladies who want to marry but nobody has come their way that's a different issue I'm talking about those who rise up and say I don't need a man." very funny people very funny people (laughs) are you in the church and some of you are looking at me because you have been saying that me I will not marry we are watching you, we are watching you we are watching you We are watching you. You are the one that you are likely, even before you finish your national service, you just marry something that's wearing trousers. Just marry anything. So just be quiet. Be quiet, cry. Be quiet. Number two, the Bible cases. The Bible cases. These are very common things that they are written in the Bible. Are you there? Yeah, they are written in the Bible, and you'd be surprised at the number of Bible cases. There, oh yeah, there are about 25 of them in the Bible.
2: Mm.
1: And you may not know it, but when you contravene it, so thieves, there's a curse over all thieves. Liars, there's a you see the things are written there, so when you do it, you are falling under. Liars, there's a curse for you. Mm. Hey! Push your neighbour and say, hey. "Hey, those who have been cheating and things, there is some for you." The Bible says, "In Malachi 1:14, cursed be the deceiver." Hey, and you, you have deceived girls since your first year. You have deceived them, deceived them, are deceived, 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 deceived. Uh, hey, oh. are you there? <laughs> If you curse is he who dishonors his father or mother, it's in the Bible. And you are there, you have been dishonoring your father, arguing with him, you call him names behind his back, you have entered the curse, unknowingly, you have just walked inside. That's what it means by a Bible curse. Whoso curseth his mother or his father, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 20. So there are many things like this and they are in the Bible and they are just there. They are lying there. When you go and step on it, that's when you have now walked into the case. Do you see why you must be in this, you must understand this topic well? Because if you knew there was a case there, you will not go and pass there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you are getting it. And there are quite a number of them. There are a lot of people, false preachers. There's a curse in the Bible for false preachers. Mm. Hey! False preachers, Paul, they say, let him be a and he repeats it. Eesh. Wow. wow. Cursed is he who misleads a blind person. Mm. Cursed is he who distorts the justice due an alien or orphan or widow. Meanwhile, these are things people do a lot. Some of you in your primary school, the person who was disabled used to mock them, used to make their lives difficult. You let them. Not knowing that you were entering under a Bible curse, just like that. I thought your hand would be on your head. And mercy, oh Lord, mercy. I didn't know, mercy. Hey. Hallelujah. And then. There's the third group of curses. And, I'm, and, and listen, I'm going to have to end here for today. The, custom, <laughs> the custom-made curses. And these are the curses that have been pronounced over a person because of an offense that was committed. Yeah. Are you there? An offense that was committed. For example, um, um, there's even an example in the Bible. When Joshua... Cursed. He laid a curse. He said, "If somebody rebuilds the wall of Jericho, a curse will come on the person. Yeah, and somebody built it. Yes, he said that when you, you will lay the first stone over one child, and you will lay the last stone on the life of another child, and it happened. It happened. Pepe, are you there? And because it was a specific, custom-made curse, do you understand when I say custom-made, <laughs> designed to fit? Designed to fit. They are taking your measurements. <laughs> and that one is personal, it's for you. Hey, <laughs> Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 2. I have to, I have to end that on, on a positive note, otherwise some of you will be calling me in the night. <laughs> Look at this, it says, as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, So the curse causeless shall not come. If you have not gone to touch somebody, something, you don't need to fear that a word that is spoken to curse you will land. It cannot land. It says there's no cause for it. Are you here? So some of you, you are living with your father's wife, a stepmother, and she has spoken a lot of things. You've not done anything. It won't land. I hope you are there. It won't land. Yeah. This morning, during the uh, flow service, the prayer there, very, very nice. Next week, we're going to use it. Next week is Easter, so the week after, we're going to use it. But Daddy was leading certain kinds of prayers like that. Yeah. Are you there? And some of the things that have been spoken over you, they will not come to pass. And one of the things he said in that prayer meeting, he said that you must overturn it. Amen? You must what? overturn it, yeah, you are trying to do your best, or sometimes you've made a mistake, but you were a child, and then the person has spoken, you see, most of the time you think it doesn't affect you, but I know people, There's a lady, she had to come and see me, because when she now began to have difficulties giving birth, she now remembered a woman who stood in the compound and cursed her mother's children, uh-huh, Honestly, it's the person who was cantankerous. But you see, when she now was experiencing what was actually just a normal situation, then you see, the devil is always looking for how to bring fear in your life. So he now reminded her of that case as if to say, that's what is working. Are you getting it? Because that's how he gets power in your life. He gets power when he brings his lies and you believe it. And she came to talk to me. I said, you were a child walking there. Your mother, she told me the circumstance. Your mother had not done anything to this woman. It is a curse causeless. It cannot hold. You see, lo and behold, I think by my estimation, when she was talking to me, she was already pregnant. You know, by my calculation, yeah. But the devil, he's always looking for some gap. So he was using her fear as the gap. I hope you get it. So those of you who have heard things, people have cursed you because of this or that, and honestly, some things too, yes, you were wrong, but it doesn't merit a case. I think you understand what I'm saying. You have broken a glass. How can breaking a glass affect your whole life because of a broken glass? Or they sent you to go and buy... Uh, King K, on the way you lost the money 20 CDs, because got 20 CDs you are coming to catch somebody's whole life this morning we overturn any foolish words that have been spoken over your life anything somebody has wished you, any evil someone has wished you we overturn it in the name of Jesus that prophecy that you will not do well in life, it is overturned in the name of Jesus, that word that was spoken by an angry teacher an angry lecturer, it is overturned over your life in Jesus' name That one who wanted to visit the anger towards your parents upon your life. Today it is broken over your life in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet, lift up your voices and begin to pray for yourself. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to thank God for the understanding you are beginning to have. And ask the Lord to have mercy on you and help you to be in church every Sunday this month. To understand fully and understand fully. What is going on? Lift your voice and pray. <laughs> lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. <speaks <smoothly> <speaks softly> lift your voice and pray you are praying for yourself no curse that has been pronounced will land oh you are a child of the living god and everything the enemy is trying to work on you is not going to land Lift your voice, lift your voice, and pray. Keep praying. Come on, lift your voice and pray. And as you are praying, you are breaking plans over your life. You are breaking things about your life. You will not fear again. You will not fear again. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lift your voice and pray. Lift your
2: but voice and pray. I to beg you know best. Nothing can catch you, but it's up You've got to oh, figure yeah. it out and watch it out now. And when it looks as if can Oh, you're
1: gonna win, you're gonna win, you're gonna win. You wrap this in your arms and step in. And
2: everything we need you survive. You got faith in control. And now we know you. This morning he's making a way. This when morning he's making a way. When you can't go, your back may and be against the wall.
1: He's making a way. He's making a way to break you out of many things. He's making a
2: way. Oh
1: yes, he's making a way this morning. for helping us. That Lord, even if there's a curse that has pushed us against the wall, this morning you're making a way to deliver us. We are grateful. We are grateful. May the deliverance hold in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, the first way to delivering yourself from the curse is to give your life to Jesus. That is your first way because you're allowing Jesus into the equation. You are here this morning. You've not given your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand. Just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. If your hand is up, I'm seeing the hands. One, two, three. I see you. Just step out of where you are. Come to me. We're going to pray together. Just come to me. I'm going to pray with you. You are opening the door to say, Lord, I'm giving you the opportunity to enter into my life And to just begin to break the hold of the enemy over me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Even if you are far, don't say you are far away. Don't say it's too far. Just come. Don't say you are shy. That's what the enemy wants you to think. That's what to keep you in your bondage. Just come. We're going to confess together. You're going to open that door and say, Lord Jesus, have your way. And it's the beginning of the end of whatever is trying to affect your life. I thank the Lord for Jesus. Just come. Just come. Just come. It does not matter what you have done. That's not important. What is important is that you have opened your heart to Jesus and that he's come in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I believe that there's somebody you are hanging back a little. You're a little embarrassed because of your friends. Please, what we're talking about is more important than your friends. Just step out right now. They cannot help you. They can only talk a lot. Just come and come to the one who can help you and the one who can deliver you. God bless you as you come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're in front here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. You're standing in the congregation. Please help us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank, you I thank you for saving me. For saving me. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I want you to make a proclamation. Just lift up your left hand like this and say, Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan me, and you, me and you, it's over. Me and you, it's finished. Me and you, it's finished. There is no curse that and can work in my life. No curse and you I cannot I work in life. my life. I belong, be belong. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Amen and amen
0: we believe that you have been blessed by this message for more information you can follow us on facebook fountain of life cathedral and on instagram and twitter at f-o-l-c-i-d-i-c god richly bless you